the Good News translation of Holy Writ. Then the Spirit led Jesus into the desert to be tempted by the devil. And after spending 40 days and 40 nights uh, without food, Jesus was hungry. Then the devil came to him and said, If you are God's son, order these stones to turn into bread. But Jesus answered, the scripture says, human beings cannot live on bread alone, but need every word that God speaks. Then the devil took Jesus to Jerusalem, the holy city, set him on, a high, on the highest point of the temple and said to him, if you are God's son, throw yourself down. For the scripture says, God will give orders to his angels about you. And they will hold you up with their hands so that not even your feet will be hurt on the stones. Jesus answered, but the scripture also says, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Then the devil took Jesus to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in all their greatness. All this I will give you, the devil said, if you kneel down and worship me. Then Jesus answered, go away, Satan. The scripture says, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left Jesus and angels came and helped him. Now, for a few brief moments, I want to share with you from this topic, fighting temptations. Fighting temptations. Beloved, temptation is all around us. In our everyday world, in some uh, way, shape, or form, we must deal with being tempted. Uh, you don't have to be doing something inappropriate to be tempted. You don't have to have a negative mindset to be tempted. Uh, you don't have to be present in an environment that does not line up with your character as a Christian or believer to be tempted. Your behavior can be appropriate. Your mindset can be filled with positive thoughts, but you could still be tempted. Your environment can be conducive to your character as a Christian, uh, and you can still deal with being tempted. And every human being must deal with the temptation uh, that will come our way. Every child of God has to deal with temptation. You know, when you hear the alarm clock go off uh, in the morning or your cell phone go off, have you ever been tempted after you roll over to cut it off to roll back over and go to sleep? Have you been tempted and tell yourself five more minutes and the five minutes turns into 15 minutes and now you have overslept. Now you have to take a quick shower, rush out the door uh, with your pores open, susceptible to catching a cold. And now you must stop somewhere to grab a quick biscuit for breakfast because you were tempted to stay in that bed 15 minutes longer. You slept later, which caused you to leave the house later. You left the house later, and now you've eaten breakfast later, which will ultimately affect your appetite at lunchtime. You eat like a bird at lunch, but when you get off of work, you are as hungry as a horse, and you are tired. You are tired because you slept later, and as a result of your oversleeping, you have exerted more energy, and you're ready because you were ready to get out of the house. You got out of the house, and it seems like you have been rushing all day long. You find yourself now off from work, and you are tired. You are tired, and you have to deal with the reality uh, that I have to cook. 
and you are tired. You've been rushing all day. You are hungry. Uh, now you find yourself in the grocery store. And if you know like I know, that is the worst time to be in the grocery store when you are hungry. But you had to do it because you've been rushing all day long due to the temptation to sleep over uh, later than what you were supposed to. Uh, you have now picked up something to eat. Um, and you are too tired to cook because you didn't feel like uh, cooking, um, you pick it up and you say to the Lord, I'll do better on tomorrow. My brothers and sisters, fighting temptations uh, can be challenging. Sometimes it can be downright difficult. And we are reminded on, in our text on today uh, that while we fight, and while it is difficult, it is not impossible. And you will see as we walk through this text that with God, all things are possible. Here's the trouble in the text, beloved. Jesus arriving from Galilee just has been baptized by John in the Jordan River. And the end of chapter 3 informs us that as soon as he came out of the Jordan, heaven opened up and Jesus heard from his father who told everyone who could hear, this is my own son, King James Version, this is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. He just received words of comfort and confirmation from his father and then was led into the spirit um, led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Jesus is in the wilderness. Uh, he has been fasting 40 days and 40 nights. He has no food. The text says he's hungry. And when he is hungry, when he is weak, when he is tired, here comes the devil. Jesus was baptized and received uh, the confirmation by his father. But now he's in the wilderness, hungry and tempted by the devil. This is troubling, my brothers and sisters. He was just in the water. He had just gotten baptized. He had just gotten ordained and anointed to begin his earthly ministry. He has been affirmed by his father, and now he finds himself in a dry place. He desires to get closer in his walk. He desires and knows that he needs to fast and pray. But now he is hungry, and he's got to deal with the devil. Wasn't it just in the third chapter that he had already had so much to deal with in his ministerial life? Remember, in the end of chapter 1, at his birth, it's controversial. He was born in Bethlehem in Judea, and the king wanted him dead. He had to cross the border and go to Egypt to stay safe. Herod, the king, lost his mind and would kill innocent male children. He was supposed to go back uh, to Israel, but because Herod's son became ruler, his father was told, take him to Nazareth. John the Baptist started telling everyone about him, and with great expectation, they told he would tell anybody who would listen about Jesus. Jesus steps on the scene to be baptized by John, and John doesn't even want to do it because he feels he's not worthy. John tells Jesus that I ought uh, to be baptized by you, and yet you have come to me. Jesus understands this and says, let, let it be this way for now, uh, for we must do what God requires. Jesus was baptized, uh, approved by his father, anointed, uh, and now he is burdened. He was anointed, but now he's also absent from having other, others around him. There is no support in the flesh to provide or assist or protect him. He's got to deal with temptation. More importantly, he's dealing with the devil. I need you to see the trouble in this text because there's so much going on. We see as to how troubling it is. Number one, that the devil attacks. And what the devil attacks is his appetite. 
bread. This equates to physical hunger. It also equates to impatience. Impatience. Jesus did not need to exercise his power to change these stones into bread because it was not the right time to do such a thing. But he was being attacked in his body. He was trying to be faithful, but yet and still he had to deal with an attack. And my brothers and sisters, we can recognize that trouble that we see with Jesus here in the text. Uh, because how many times, my brothers and sisters, have you been trying to do the right thing and you've been trying to live your best life and you've been trying to serve and, 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 and be faithful to God, as, as faithful as you can be. But every time you take two steps forward, the enemy will do any and everything and knock you two steps back. Every time that you try to have a positive mindset, something could happen in the day that could affect your mindset to have you turn topsy-turvy. Uh, he was attacked by the devil. He was attacked by the devil by his appetite because he knew um, that he was hungry. It is troubling. It is troubling that there was no one there to help him. It is troubling that after he had gone down and come out of the water, that now he finds himself in the desert being burdened, being attacked, and he is alone. There is no assistance. He's being uh, dealt with in such a way uh, that he may find himself struggling. He may find himself going through. Um, but that's, that's just how life is sometimes. Sometimes, beloved, we've got to deal with trouble. Sometimes, beloved, we've got to deal with obstacles. Sometimes, beloved, uh, we've got to deal with pain. But not only he's attacked by his appetite, He's also attacked for protection. But even before I get to protection, notice he, he, the devil tried to attack Jesus' relationship with his own father. He says to him, the devil came to him and said, if you are not God's son, order, if you are God's son, excuse me, order these stones and turn them into bread. But Jesus answered, the scripture says human beings cannot live on bread alone, but need every word that God speaks. He tried to attack and insult his relationship with his father. Uh, he tried to attack and insult him uh, by his appetite, knowing that he was hungry because he had been fasting and he had been praying. But also, my brothers and sisters, he tries to attack his protection. Notice in the text, the devil is still coming, and Jesus is trying to do the best that he can. Then the devil took Jesus to Jerusalem, to the holy city, set him on the highest point of the temple, and said to him, if you are God's son, throw yourself down for, the scripture says, God will give orders to his angels about you. They will hold you up with their hands so that not even your feet will be hurt on the stone. I need you to understand. Again, Jesus is continuing uh, to be tempted. Again, Jesus is continuing to be attacked. Also see that even the devil knows scripture. Uh, the devil knows scripture, I tell you. The devil knows scripture and try to attack Jesus. The devil knows scripture and will try to attack you and I. The devil will get in your church. Come on, somebody. The devil will get in your church. He will try to mess up the musicians. He will try uh, to perplex the preacher. He will try to fool the finance ministry to think they run the church. He will try to deceive the deacons. Uh, he will try to trick the trustees. He will upset any usher who is willing to be faithful even in the midst of a pandemic. The devil gets busy, and the devil will try to attack. 
He tries to go around and frustrate the youth. He tries to confuse the seniors. He tries to allow uh, the mothers to be messy. He tries to allow those who are faithful to become inconsistent. But we must realize uh, every time that when the devil tries to attack, uh, we have a God who is with us. We have a God who stands beside us. We have a God who will empower us. We have a God who will encourage us. Uh, we see that Jesus being attacked by the devil on every leaning side. Uh, he's messing, trying to mess uh, with his relationship with his father. He tried to mess uh, with his belly in terms of his appetite. He tried to mess with divine protection and, and allowing him to say, if you would just do uh, what is necessary, if you would stand at the highest point of the temple. He even tried to quote scripture, even though he misused it. Jesus was right there with another answer to remind him that you do not put the Lord God to the test. You know, understand when fighting temptation, sometimes uh, your appetite gets affected. Sometimes uh, your protection that's around you will get affected. But sometimes also, my brothers and sisters, the power and the responsibility that we have gets affected. Then the text says in verse 8, the devil took Jesus to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and all their greatness. All this, he said, I will give you. Uh, the devil said, if you would kneel down and worship me, took him uh, to a very high mountain and allowed him to see all of the world, allowed him to see uh, the beautiful waters uh, that are so deep and blue in Aruba, allowed him to see uh, wonderful chapels and wonderful architectures that have been built. All of these wonderful things uh, he allowed, or he wanted Jesus to see, say, all of this can be yours if you would just... Uh, if you would just bow down, if you would just kneel down, if you would just do what I want you to do. Uh, this is troubling how the devil keeps coming at Jesus. And we can recognize this trouble, my brothers and sisters. Notice three different things have occurred here uh, where Jesus has been attacked. But we can testify and recognize that this can be familiar. Can I get a witness to sometimes uh, when life happens to you? It's not just one thing that happens, but it seems like it's one thing right after another. Sometimes trouble comes in threes. Sometimes trouble comes in multiple ways. Sometimes trouble comes to affect, afflict and affect us in every way, shape, or form. That is troubling. All this trouble we see in the text. But the good news in the text is that even when we are tempted, even when we have trouble on every side, notice the wherewithal. Notice the, the power that Jesus has from within. He is weak. He is without food. He is without protection. He is without the power. Uh, to be able to use at this such time because he is trying to consecrate and prepare himself for greater works. He is without all those things, but he is not without God. Uh, he is not without God. In the midst of the trouble, in the midst of the temptation, in the midst of the pain, God is right there with him. And that's good news for you and I, my brothers and sisters, because when we go through things, we must realize that we are not by ourselves. I know sometimes we may pick up the phone and no one answers. I know sometimes we may seek refuge in certain things and places and we don't get it. I know sometimes we have things keep happening and happening over and over and over again. But in the midst of what's happening, don't you ever forget that God is on your side. Now in the midst of the pain, don't you ever forget that God is on your side. 
in the midst of the tears, don't you ever forget that God is on your side. How do you know he's on your side, brethren? Because he woke us up this morning. He called us by our name. Allowed the blood to run warm in our veins. Allowed us to move and have our being. Allowed us to put food in our mouth and it tastes like something. Allowed us to go to work and come back home. Protected us from danger seen and unseen. Can I get a witness on today that knows that God is with us. God is with us. No matter what we deal with. No matter what we go through. Even when our appetite is affected. Uh, even when our spirit is weak. Even when our body is not at full strength. God is with us. The devil will come in multiple ways to try to distract and discourage. But we cannot give up on the fact that God is with us. We have problems on every side. We are in the midst of a pandemic. But God is still with us. And somebody can say I've had some days that were difficult. Somebody can say I've had some challenges in times. I've had some days where I just did not care but there was something on the inside of you that caused you to keep going. There was something on the inside of you that told you to keep it moving. There was something on the inside of you that said after you wipe your tears and after you have your moments, you've got to lean and depend on God. And After you've been frustrated, after you've been tempted, and can we be real? Because sometimes the temptations come and we fail. Sometimes we've given in to the temptation, but even after we've given in to the temptation, we've got the sense enough to praise God for another opportunity that God has given us, to praise God for another day that the Lord has made. And since it's a day that the Lord has made, we're going to make the most of the day, and we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. He tried to affect them in every way that he thought was possible, but every time he came at Jesus, Jesus gave him a word the living word gave him a word and that's an encouragement for all of us that every time the devil comes give the Lord or give the devil a word give your trials a word allow no one to understand and realize that no weapon even though it's formed it will not prosper let them know that every time you every time you try to attack me I got a God that's on the inside of me so come after my appetite and I'll show you that I hunger and thirst for righteousness come after my emotions and my power and I'll let you know that my power comes from God come after uh, having a seat or being known in a well respected way and let them know I treat others like I want to be treated is there anybody here that can testify I fought temptation but God has been right there with me I've I've been frustrated, but God has been right there with me. I felt weak, but God has been right there with me. I felt alone, but God has been there right with me. Every temptation that came, Jesus was able to rebuke him. Every temptation that came his way, Jesus had a word to give to him. 
Every time the devil tried to misuse and abuse scripture, Jesus did not fall for it. And in the same way, we've got to recognize and understand that anytime we fast, anytime we pray, anytime we desire to get closer to God, we've also got to prepare for attacks from the devil. We also got to realize that there are demons who are on assignment to try to disrupt our life. But we can stand and take on any demon, not in our own power, but in the power of God. Jesus was able to deal with what he had to deal with, meaning the devil, in the wilderness. Even after being baptized, even after being affirmed and elevated, he found himself in a dry place. He found himself going through, but even in the midst of what he was going through, God was right there every step in the, of the way. There's trouble always. Something's always going to happen. Something's always going on. We're always going to have to deal with something. But the good news of this text is that when we go through something, we are not going through it alone. God is with us. God is here for us to help us any way that we can. And sometimes we got to let the devil know, just like Jesus did, let me be clear. You don't have no power here. Since God is the greatest power and God is on my side, then I can handle anything that comes my way. I do not stand in my own strength, but I stand in the strength of God. And because of my relationship, I understand that no matter what, God will take care. No matter what, God is with us. No matter what, whatever temptation comes your way, you can fight your temptation because you are not alone. The Lord is with us. The word of God for the people of God. Let the church say amen.